think it's probably safe to say that most of us take our kitchen cabinetry for granted, but those struggling to live independently in their homes due to old age or ambulatory problems don't always have that luxury. For them, the kitchen cabinets that so many of us find to be such a blessing can become a real source of frustration. Today I have the honor of presiding over the official launch of a relationship between VGM Live at Home and a company called Shelf Genie that's seeking to change all that for the better. To tell us more about that, I have Jim Greaterex in the studio once again. Jim is the VP of VGM Live at Home, and Jim, it's great to have you back on the show. My pleasure, Brian. And I'm also joined by Andy Pittman, the CEO of Shelf Genie. Andy, it's great to have you on the show, sir. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to this. All right. Well, Jim, I'm going to turn it over to you so that the two of you can have a discussion. Tell our listeners everything about this new relationship and the benefits that they stand to gain from it. Well, we're excited about this uh, new relationship we have with Shelf Genie. It's a it's an offering of pull-out shelving that they custom design. I don't I think a lot of our members struggle a little bit when they get to the kitchen as far as it being something that they're comfortable with and good solutions in that venue. I think Shelf Genie gives a real practical solution for us. This is going to be a new relationship in that it's more of a referral-based relationship where they are a manufacturer and installer, and so that'll be a little different for us, but uh, we'll get into the nuts and bolts of it as we keep going. What I want to do now is get to know Andy a little bit better. Andy's been in this industry for a while. Andy, give us a little history. All right, be glad to, Jim. Thanks a lot for having me, and we here at Shelf Genie look forward to uh, building this relationship. Um, just a little bit of background on me. I've been self-employed mostly my whole life. I started out on the sports bar right out of college, and then I got involved with a couple of franchises along the way. And then in the early uh, 2000, I got into the retail appliance business. And I did that for a number of years, and then along came a recession about 2007, 2008. And I just happened to stumble upon the Shelf Genie business opportunity. We were just starting the franchise. And it was something I had looked for from my parents, but had not been able to find anybody who would retrofit pull-out shelving into their existing cabinets. Um, so I, I did my research on it, and a short time later, I was the proud franchise owner in Raleigh, North Carolina. Owned that territory for a while, then bought the Greensboro area for about four or five years. And then uh, about three years ago, I bought the Charlotte franchise from an existing franchisee who was looking to move on. So I had the pleasure for the last... Uh, three years of running two different franchises. We have six territories. Uh, it's been a great business for us, and uh, we look forward to expanding it around the country with the help of uh, your folks. Sounds good. Uh, so, Andy, what type of a national reach do you have? So, uh, we're, we're a franchise system. We currently have 40 franchisees in about 10 corporate markets. We started out in Richmond, Virginia in 2000. One of our founders, Andrew Kerwin, started building pull-out shelving basically out of his garage. He had immediate success and moved on to a, a little larger space, and he and his family built the business up. And then they were trying to figure out how to grow the business bigger beyond just the Richmond, Virginia area. And they brought in a business consultant by the name of Alan Young. And he and Alan and a couple of other fellows saw the opportunity and created a distributorship so they can sort of test the concept. And for a couple of years, they had distributors around the company. And then in 2008, they converted over to a franchise system. And since uh, August of 2008, we've been franchising. Uh, we took three or four years off to do some internal work.
work. Uh, we've got our own manufacturing facility now, building out some teams within our company, and now we're back franchising again. Last year was our biggest year for franchising. In about three or four years, we added, I think, about 10 new franchisees, and we're looking over the next couple of years to uh, double the size of the company. Wow, that's fantastic. So if I remember right in looking at, at you and, and your franchises, I think you're in like the between 65 and 70. Does that sound right? We've got 130 territories operated by about 40 different franchisees, and then we operate about 10 corporate markets, 10 corporate locations here at the home office. One thing I think we probably ought to say is that not every zip code in the United States is covered yet. Uh, that is right. We still do have a fair amount of uh, white space out there. It's open for people who are you know, looking to start a new business or add on to an existing business. And also, it does sound like uh, that the manufacturing is done in, in one plant. Is that right? For the most part, it is about 80%. We're actually getting ready to bring on a second manufacturing partner just to help take a little bit of the pressure off our main plant and also for precautions in case we were to ever have a natural disaster or something. Okay. Well, that's a good plan. <laughs> um, all right. So um, we have these franchises. We have manufacturing. Kind of explain how the what the services are that you offer and how the franchises go about uh, providing those. Sure. So we have our own uh, national call center. They have real-time calendars for all of our designers, which is what we call our salespeople. The potential client would give their zip code. The agent taking the call would be able to look up online to confirm coverage. And then from there, they would see who's available for the time that the client has, and they would book an appointment. From that point, it sort of hands it off to the designer. The designer will make an introductory call to the client. Um, and that phone call, that introduction, is really just to get to know the client, to find out what their needs are, what their aches and pains are, and, and just try to set the stage so when they get to the client's home, it's more like a friend coming over than just somebody you've never met coming over to sell you something. Once they get to the client's home, we usually spend 90 minutes to two, two and a half hours seeing how they function within their kitchen, what they use, how they use it. Uh, then our, once they've been through sort of this discovery process, our designers, uh, but they would do us 3D rendering so that a client can better understand how the solution will benefit them within their home. Lots of folks have uh, what we call a blind corner. It's usually a corner cabinet that sort of goes back into nowhere. And trying to explain that to them without a picture or a 3D rendering is kind of difficult. So uh, we do these 3D renderings so that they can understand how it works but also we can send them back in case a spouse isn't there. We can narrate them and send them back to the client and explain everything again so that everybody's clear on what we're doing and how it's going to function within the kitchen. Um, once the client decides to move forward, uh, our installer will call them up. Um, our install installers go out and again, they measure to the millimeter. They take all the measurements that we need for manufacturing. They get those, they bring them back and upload them into our CRM. They're sent as a purchase order to our manufacturer, and they will download those specs. They build specifically for that particular job, and then they're shipped back to the installer, and the installer calls up the client, goes out and installs them, and everybody loves them after that. I love it. I love it. I love the professionalism and the attention to detail that you take. I like the customer touch that you have. I, that all sounds really good to me. Now tell me, uh, Andy, what's a typical sales cycle time frame from the time that you get an initial phone call from a customer to a set of installed products? Usually we try to get to a client's home you know, anywhere from two days to a week, sometimes two weeks just depending 
year and a lot of times home shows we get really busy once the client has said you know i want to move forward that's when the clock sort of sort of starts for us and we tell our clients once the installer comes out to measure usually they can have their product installed anywhere from six to eight weeks and then sometimes it's even faster we've got that down that time down now uh, we're going into the busy season so hopefully we can keep it down but generally we would rather give them the worst case scenario and overperform rather than overpromise and underperform. Yeah, I like that too. So what what's your uh, current close rate and uh, how about your average ticket amount? So our, our close rate system-wide is uh, between 45 and 50% sort of varies depending on the year and our average sale is in the $3,500 range. All right. Well, I think what we ought to do now is maybe dig into uh, this relationship and how it works. Right now, uh, the way we're looking to to implement this is if a Live at Home member finds a customer that may have interest in this and they present it to them, we have a link on the VGM Live at Home uh, website where they can go and we're going to collect some information about the member and the customer and then we are going to forward that through to the Shelf Genie call center. They will then take that and and utilize it just like they would any other sales order. If the referral ends up in a sale, the VGM member for connecting their customer to the Shelf Genie franchise will get 12% of that sale. So for a phone call, if you're looking at a $3,500 ticket, you can be close to $400 just for a phone call and and handing them over to somebody who would be a real professional that would would be really nice. What I like about this offering is that you take existing cabinetry and people are able to keep that without having to replace it to get some great accessibility to their shelves that they may not have had. All right, Andy. You know, the whole country's not covered. If a member was interested, would it be possible for them to inquire about a franchise? Uh, absolutely. We have a franchise development associate who handles all our franchise sales, and we've got you know, large and small territories available across the country. So if somebody's interested, they can just contact us. Uh, we can put them in touch with our franchise development person, and they will tell them you know, what's available in terms of markets in their, their part of the country. And we're always looking to add new franchises, whether it's somebody that's in a metropolitan area that's looking to, you know, build a whole separate business, or if it's somebody in a smaller area, not a big metropolitan area, that's looking to just supplement their income, we have a franchise model for that as well. Well, thanks, Andy. This sounds like an amazing new partnership and opportunity for our members. We're running up on the end of our time. Do the two of you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners today? I have one thought that I'd like to share with our membership. We really look forward to a mutually beneficial relationship with the Shelf Genie group, and we do feel like they have a great offering that will be a new opportunity for us. But the thing I think that would make this relationship even better is uh, we only wrote this to be a one-way deal right now because we aren't going to look to write a relationship between our member and Shelf Genie. But I think franchises would be interested in a mutual uh, referral program from from them to us. If they find a uh, customer who may need a, uh, their bathtub replaced with a walk-in shower or they need a uh, they have trouble with going up and down the stairs or their entry into the house is an issue, that they may be willing to reciprocate with a referral back to us and perhaps some, some type of a relationship there could, could happen. 
So that's what I hope that could happen with this relationship, and I'm, I'm really excited to, to start rolling it out. And, and I, would, I would just add, all of our franchisees, when they go through training, when we spend a good portion of time um, talking to them about the value of building relationship partners out there, referral partners, so that you know we can pass referral business back and forth together. So I know our franchisees would be happy to meet your members get to know them, find out what offerings they have so that we can do some mutual referring back and forth. Last thing I'd say is that uh, we have uh, coming up uh, the end of March our Building Opportunity Summit in San Antonio, and the Shelf Genie will be represented there. So if you're going to that, you will get to see Shelf Genie in person and discuss this opportunity with them. And if you're not going to that show, we will have links in the show notes that you can check out so that you can see Shelf Genie's website and the resources that BGM Live at Home has with regard to their partnership with them. Yeah, we're, we're actually launching this in the second week of March. So you'll be, uh, we'll be seeing something coming up when you hear this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Jim, Andy, thank you again for taking the time to be on the show. We look forward to a mutually beneficial relationship. Thank you, Brian. Look forward to it.